1: Welcome again to episode number 150 of Worldwide Wonderful Women, and the title of this episode is The Bride of Christ, Part 4. Much attention was given to the royal wedding of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle in May, and so what we have been doing this month is looking at the ancient Jewish wedding ceremony and how it relates to us as being the bride of Christ. For all believers make up the body of Christ, or the church. And if you do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I pray that you'll go to our website given at the end of this podcast, so that you may know Him personally as your Lord and Savior too. Again, I want to state that the wedding ceremonies that we see today And even modern Jewish wedding ceremonies are very different from the ancient Jewish marriage ceremony. So if we're going to understand what Jesus says in regards to the bride of Christ, then we have to look at the ancient culture and forget about the modern ways that the ceremonies are carried out because they will not help us to understand our relationship to Christ as being the bride of Christ. The next step of the ancient wedding ceremony of the Jews was the wedding ceremony itself. Now there is a difference between the wedding ceremony and the feast, which I'll explain next week. But for today, please understand that there was no wedding ceremony in the synagogue or or performed under a canopy where the bride and groom would hold hands and say, I do, before audience and friends, as you might see today. Now, during ancient times, remember, prior to the wedding ceremony, the bride underwent a ritual of immersion for ritual cleansing. Then the wedding ceremony was conducted in the home of the groom. Only a few were invited to come in and observe the wedding ceremony. The application of this step to the relationship of us to church as the bride of Christ is that there will be a ceremony in heaven and a few that will be invited to this ceremony are the few that will already be in heaven and not all the others. Only those that have already been resurrected will be able to participate in the wedding ceremony. And you'll really have to listen to next week as well to get a full understanding of what I'm explaining this week. Revelation chapter 19 verse 6 to 8 says, And I heard as it were the voice of a great multitude, and as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of mighty thunderings, saying, Hallelujah, for the Lord God Omnipoteth rangeth. Let us be glad and rejoice.'" And give honor to him, for the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife hath made herself ready. And to her was granted that she would be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white, for the fine linen is the righteousness of the saints. Now this scripture lets us know the ceremony is in heaven, And it is followed by the second coming of Christ because he discusses the second coming in verses 11 to 16. Just preceding the second coming to the earth will come the marriage ceremony in heaven. As in the Jewish system, only a few will be invited, those already in heaven and not others. And you'll understand this next week. In these verses, there are three main things. First, the marriage of the Lamb is come. Here, he is dealing with the marriage ceremony of the Lamb, and it will occur in heaven just before the second coming. Secondly, the wife had made herself ready. She is now glorified. There is no spot, no wrinkle, nor blemish, nor any such thing. Third, she is arrayed in fine linen, clean and white, and he interprets the fine linen to represent the righteousness of the saints. The fine linen is the righteousness of the saints, and it shows that by the time the judgment seat of Christ is over, the sanctification process is complete, and she is indeed a pure virgin now being presented to Christ at the wedding ceremony now I know if you do a study on this the timing of this can be debated back and forth but I'm just giving you a general idea then the next step that takes place is the consummation the wedding ceremony now has taken place and in the privacy of the bridal chamber the bride and groom will consummate the marriage The groom would hand the proof of virginity cloth to the witnesses outside, and the cloth would be witnessed and kept by the father of the bride as proof of her virginity. This cloth was very, very important. If you read Deuteronomy chapter 22, verses 13 to 21, it says, If any man takes a wife and goes into her and then turns against her and charges her with shameful deeds and publicly defames her and says, I took this woman, but when I came near her, I did not find her a virgin, then the girl's father and her mother shall take and bring out the evidence of the girl's virginity to the elders of the city at the gate." The girl's father shall say to the elders, I gave my daughter to this man for a wife, but he turned against her. And behold, he has charged her with shameful deeds, saying, I did not find your daughter a virgin. But this is the evidence of my daughter's virginity. And they shall spread the garment before the elders of the city. So the elders of the city shall take the man and chastise him. And they shall find him a hundred shekels of silver and give it to the girl's father, because he publicly defamed a virgin of Israel. And she shall remain his wife, and he cannot divorce her all his days. But if this charge is true that the girl was not found a virgin, then they shall bring out the girl to the doorway of her father's house, and the men of her city shall stone her to death, because she has committed an act of folly in Israel by playing the harlot in her father's house. Thus you shall purge the evil from among you. So this cloth during the ancient wedding ceremony was very, very important. In closing for this week, I'd like to share John chapter 3, verse 29. And it says, The bride belongs to the bridegroom. The friend who attends the bridegroom waits and listens for him and is full of joy when he hears the bridegroom's voice. That joy is mine, and it is now complete. I trust that you are receiving joy in knowing that in ancient times, God was given us a picture of our being the bride of Christ and how precious we are in his sight and the joy that he finds in us. Well, be blessed and smile. Jesus loves you.